Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast for the best shows on TV, and I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. All right, guys, welcome to another... Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. Most recent three, I guess now. Well, not most recent three, depending on who's watching it. Absolutely. All right, our next three, four, five, and six. Season two, so... Good old Penny and Dime. Kimbuka and Regrets Only. Absolutely. Kimbuka, I'm just guessing on that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, there's a little butchering there. Yeah. Uh, if you've listened to us on Vikings, you know names aren't the most important thing to us. Absolutely not. It's content. Content-based. <laughs> um, well, what do you think about this three versus the first three? I don't think it stood up. I really don't. Episode four was my favorite of this by far, and then the other two were just kind of fillers. I think episodes two, three, and four are the best stretch so far. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, I would just stick with three and four, honestly. Yeah, I, definitely three and four. Yeah. Um, but absolutely, number four uh, takes the cake on this this trio. Um, five was okay. Six was kind of a meh episode. Yeah, just more Electra, which I'm I'm always fine with more Electra, but they just they didn't advance, and that was something that really bothered me. Yeah, I guess that's the biggest thing is, um, you know, Netflix does this in thirteen episode arcs yeah but i do feel like they add some filler episodes uh on this which i think they could make a really tight 10 episodes instead of a every once in a while loosey-goosey for a 13 episode yeah they could probably do that just try to stick with game of thrones models 10 but then you run the risk of cutting something out i don't know what they would end up cutting out i can think of a couple things <laughs> that i wouldn't mind going uh, there's there's one or two subtopics, but maybe not even necessarily like them going away, but maybe tightening them up. I feel like if we cut out three episodes, we potentially lose out in some of those Punisher Daredevil talks, and those are the things that I'm really loving the most. Just those two sitting on a roof or the graveyard, chatting it out like they're old best friends. Those are the best scenes in the show to me. Absolutely, I, I could still tell you. And really, we only get one Punisher episode, basically, yeah. in this. Um, but him alone, once again, carries the three episodes. By far. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not Just surprised. Not. Bernthal's an excellent actor. He's come a long way. Um, but I am surprised that he is stealing the show so well. Not really, because the only other person who stole the show was Vincent... Uh, D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. And yet again, it was another bad guy. But those are the biggest named actors they've had. Like Charlie Cox isn't a big name. Whoever's playing Foggy or Karen aren't big name actors. This is a lot of their first runs. Well, I mean, Karen's had a big run on True Blood. And uh, I never watched True Blood. Okay, so. and Charlie Cox is actually from Boardwalk Empire. So they're not they're not newbies. I apologize to both of, the, yeah. of our main characters. And if you give... If you want to really give some credit, I think you could really give some to Charlie Cox. I think he is able to pull off blind really well. There's only like two or three times where I'm looking throughout this three-episode stint. It's like, are you really blind? And then one was in the Kinbuka episode where she's sitting there feeding him, going through the fridge, and then she throws a jar of pickles at him, and he catches it all willy-nilly. I was like, mm, I'm barely catching that with eyes. Yeah, I would pay more attention when Electra's around because... Even an actor struggled <laughs> not to stare at her. Um, she's a beautiful woman. Yes. So, anywho, we get to episode four. And episode four started off excellent to me because the guy who plays the Finn character, mm -hmm. I've seen in dozens of movies, always plays a badass uh, Irishman. And owned it perfectly. Just walked in silent and got to the head of the table quickly. And everybody knew that he was the big boss man in a hurry oh absolutely and you know you saw like the reverence like when he came in mm -hmm. but they also were talking about how like you're not in the game anymore you know so maybe you don't understand this or that but you could tell everybody had like a slight fear of him they, they were on their toes or i guess back on their heels afraid to say the wrong thing but then he went all gary oldman from the professional with his pills mm -hmm. and lost his mind with the ice pick and <laughs> i mean just so i got really hyped up that this guy was going to be like a lunatic. And here for a while. And here, at least for a few episodes. Yeah. But instead, his entire arc wraps up in a single episode. <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean... I, I was oddly okay with it. Just because as soon as you start threatening the dog, that, that's how we know you're the baddest person in, in this universe is when you're willing to kill a dog. Yeah, yeah. And he went straight to it. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm a little surprised that uh, they made Punisher look just animal lover, I guess. But but I I've read a little bit up on the link to comics and stuff, and apparently this dog is a big character, and he's like his humanity throughout the comics, and so they're staying true to that. I could see that. I could see them trying to make you. It makes you likable. Yeah, if you even just slightly. Yeah, you know, just a shred of humanity. That's all we need. Absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, honestly, Finn's scenes with the Punisher and the graveyard scene with Daredevil and Punisher carry this episode. Well, and I thought a very important thing was how they always put the Punisher back in front of the carousel. I think this was the second or third time we've seen him with that carousel. And it holds great significance. And I think in episode five, we discover what that significance was. Right. And that's when we realized his family was murdered at the park at that carousel. Correct. And I I like, you know, the carousel. I like that, you know, like iconic space, yes. you know, that they're using. Central Park. Is, is I'm a little... Yeah, Central Park. Okay. Uh, I'm a little sketchy on how the Irish like found his hideout immediately. How how he knew how they'd react and stuff. Like I didn't just. I mean, they just kind of tortured the right person and then. Hip yeah, but they found drunk. the hideout pretty fast. Well, didn't he just give him an address? I thought he gave him the address of like a bill or sale or something that seemed less believable. But I feel like he pointed him right to him. Yeah, I just feel like, though, if these Irishmen could have found him, all of the military and the DA or whoever is trying to set him up or whatever should have been able to find him. Oh, I mean, clearly, but the DA, <laughs> everyone who's been trying to clear, uh, set him up has not been doing a very good job. Oh, absolutely. I'm not giving them any, you know, major uh, awards on yeah. their intelligence. But and I don't think the police are actively looking for the Punisher after the carnage he's left behind in a few of these scenes. Yeah, I'd be a little nervous myself uh, to approach him. Yeah. Um, but we get some cool scenes of Finn's little goons running around, blowing an elbow off a dude. Vicious. Uh, but it all boils down to they corner the Punisher at the carousel. And he took a lot of tasers to the chest and bag. Like, I don't know if you've ever been shot by one of those. I have. And <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm not standing after after like the initial jolt. The initial guy. Yeah. He got I you did. locked up. Um yeah, because you could tell they were like, holy shit, yeah. when they, you know, they first hit him a few times. No, one um, brings a big man down. What did you think about him hiding the razor blade under his skin? Um, Tough. I mean, lucky you were tied up with duct tape. Because mm-hmm. handcuffs or a chain like you just used in the previous episode. You know, maybe in the um, next one it's a bobby pin up the butt or something, you know? Ah, ouch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a little uh, too much of a reach. I mean, too convenient. I mean, I, I feel like he's prepared for every scenario, so that didn't bother me as much. I know, just they put a big emphasis on him putting the razor blade in his forearm, and then just so happens he's tied up with duct tape. Uh, it, it, yeah. it, it wasn't a leap of faith to me or anything. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to nitpick on it too much because I don't think it was yeah. that big of a deal. Um, but like, we get some cool torture. And my big thing was, why did he only drill a hole in one foot? You know, and why was the foot the first thing? Why are we not aiming for knees or elbows or something? You know, let's get these joints going. Yeah, absolutely. Just kneecap would be just terrible to see. Um, Yeah, I mean, once again, good on Netflix, good on Marvel for allowing. Yeah, good on Marvel for allowing Netflix to do this, and then Netflix to take the complete reigns because they show torture gore violence vengeance and the only thing that they're not showing and i'm not really missing is nudity yeah no i just uh, it doesn't bother me at all that they do kind of it's not even necessarily softcore or anything it's just good shooting yeah it's totally unnecessary so far yeah it's not and and that's through all their series and everything so bravo netflix and honestly if they were to try to put something in there like that now i would almost feel like they shoehorned it in yeah you know it's like oh well let's put something in here let's you know let's keep pushing that netflix boundary you know as much as we can but uh no what i'm saying is you know you get the good torture you get him freeing himself but then finn taking a shotgun blast to the face removing his face yes uh and showing it i know it was a quick shot but But it was still a shot and you can uh rewind back to it and pause so yeah yeah it's uh not too fast where you don't see his face come off um (laughs) 
you know, this is a cool scene where you got him pulling up a coffin top, you know, and protecting mm-hmm. himself from some gunfire. I was happy to see him actually hobbling around. You, you could tell he's, he uh, could seem like he could barely stand. How was he walking on that foot? And then the first thing that was going through my mind was just infection. And Ugh. just like going through the grass, the graveyard and everything, everything coming up through your foot. Yeah, it'd be horrible. Horrible pain, yeah. first off. And I guess adrenaline, you know, we find out for sure he is an ex-Marine. So pays, I guess... Pays Daredevil the ultimate compliment. You know, I, I feel like it's the ultimate compliment and you would make a great Marine. Yeah, yeah. Um, just and, because he didn't get tired. He no. realizes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is just a great scene. Yeah. Uh, really fun. It's cool to see them working together. I like the humorous aspects of the Punisher's trying to kill these guys, <laughs> but he keeps, like, knocking his hand out of the way. Yeah, he's and, got the hammer, and then he throws his uh, yeah. stick at him, knocks the hammer out, and, like, you just see the Punisher completely drained of all energy. Like, I'm not going back for that. Yeah, I can't even fight you over this. Yeah. You know, if you want to go this route, fine, but I am not fighting you back. <laughs> And I mean, as I was rewatching these episodes, I saw what you were saying with kind of the boomerang stick this time around. It was used yeah. a lot in uh, yeah. that fight scene where he was coming to save the Punisher. I don't mind when he throws it and it just knocks the hell out of somebody or knocks something out of somebody's hand. But when it does two or three bounces and he just catches it. But when right he of- catches it on the rebound, that reminds me of Captain America's shield and mm-hmm. stuff, which is not a big fun thing for me. But I mean, at least that makes sense for coming around with a little geometry. This little stick... I've got nothing for it. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be pinpoint accurate for this to work out like that. And I'm just not a huge fan of it coming back. I like when he throws them. Because mm-hmm. you can imagine one of them things solid hitting you in the head. Out. Done for. So, and when he, yeah. you know, he knocks guns out of people's hands. He has to have some kind of ranged weapon. Otherwise, it's stupid that they don't shoot him. Yeah. So, I like that he has that. I hope they come back. And go comic book style where he has the actual steel cable inside of his his. That batons. would make things a lot more believable and actually help out his fighting style a lot. Yeah, I mean, he could easily just I mean, whip he did that a, thing around and then suck it back in. Because he was a little like Spider-Man was like swinging off things in the comic books and everything. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he could take that and wrap it around a bar mm-hmm. and like and go a bigger distance if he needed to. Absolutely. To go back again. It's like tape measure, you mm-hmm. know, sucking it back in. So, I mean, I hope they go that route. They've been showing Melvin more and more, and Tinkering. he seems to be like kind of more excited and taking a more... Well, because he's seen how much more dangerous it's becoming again. These guys' old contacts coming out of the woodworks. Oh, yeah, works. yeah. But he seems like amped up to show Daredevil his new stuff. Oh. You know, he's like, he's enjoying outfitting him a little bit. Oh, this is almost indestructible. How indestructible? I'll let you test that. Yeah, just, yeah. Okay, I, I yeah. see what you're doing. Um, so I, I hope the Melvin character keeps growing, mm-hmm. and maybe he starts introducing him to newer weapons, newer suits, and stuff like that. I do like the new helmet. It does I, look better. I think it looks better. Um, still doesn't look as menacing as the... Uh, I still love black rag, you know, but... Yeah, but the eyes really bother me. The full red eyes, I'm not really... What do you think about being able to see him blink through them? Do you notice that? No, I haven't paid that much attention. If, you, if the light's right, you see him blinking inside of it. I'll have to pay attention. So that's a little, eh, you know, whatever, but honestly... You know, I heard somebody say, I can't remember what it was, but if you had to play blind, mm-hmm. you would want those completely opaque because you get tired of uh, trying to play blind all the time. And so when you have your eyes covered, like when you had the black, you know, cowl sp- and everything, black cowl and stuff like that, it had to feel so good because you could just play normal, you know. So I can see where that could be. But anyway, we get an awesome graveyard scene. Just the talking and everything. And. The character development that is done in this, I guess, 10 to 15 minutes is tenfold over what we get through the next two episodes. Absolutely. This, first off, this is Bernthal once again yeah. showing his chops. Um, and these have got to be some of the hardest things to do, just two people sitting there talking. Absolutely. And keeping everybody entertained. And we learn just how exhausted the Punisher really is. And just his devastating backstory, you know, and how, like, torn up he is about telling his daughter one time no and then it's the night she dies oh you know so it's like man this is brutal stuff you know and that seems really like to some- spend time with his family because that happened the next day he got back home yeah i mean it was just kind of insane i look forward to i know you've come a little further in the show so i know you understand you know and know where some of the stuff's going but uh i really look forward to seeing 
why like why this has happened to him like i don't think it's a chance i know i don't want you to spoil or or give me even any hints but i don't i don't think it's just chance that his family was killed that his family was you know bodies were hidden yeah you know inside of some other crime you know so you want this cover up or like the smell of a cover up i'm enjoying that mystery Mm -hmm. yeah i'm enjoying thinking that it's reyes and some of her cronies and stuff like that so i'm really looking forward to this folding unfolding but i mean i really just loved the devastation of his story you know him talking about driving through fat past fast food restaurants like this is what i risked my life for this is what i'm fighting for yeah and then he comes into his daughter's room they're doing yoga not even yeah even not even teaching learning. yeah <laughs> and then just as soon as he walks into the room everyone's in tears the teacher can't even record it because she's bawling and his daughter just sprints up to him and she doesn't cry no nope. she holds him together and uh yeah, man, he did a damn good job telling the story. I mean, I I, I felt heavy just listening. To oh him. yeah, oh yeah, it could it could get you uh, welling up a bit, <laughs> absolutely. So, but you know, he tells a story. We get a really good, like, sympathy mm-hmm. moment for the Punisher, and then you know, Daredevil still gets him arrested, basically, but he gives it to Mahoney. Which, Which was, was interesting because earlier in the episode where he's trying to find out a little bit of information on what happened during the first shoot, the carousel shooting. Right. Mahoney's like, no, I'm not talking to you. You know, you're the reason this is happening. Well, he's the, saying y'all made police irrelevant. Yeah. Like the, the uniform means nothing. Like, yeah. We can't be trusted or anything. And then when he's giving him this arrest, he's like, it has to be you. No, I wasn't here. This was always like, I already called it in. Doesn't matter. You are what matters. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. He's kind of giving him two trip, yeah, you know, two tips here. He's giving him the, you can trust me. You can trust me. The police will mean something again. Mm-hmm. And this is the biggest collar of your career, buddy. Here's a huge <laughs> bone I'm throwing you. And uh, we find later, I think it's in episode six. Yeah, detective, <laughs> detective, senior detective, or something like <laughs> Jumped that. Jumped up real fast. Yeah. So, you know, obviously this did a huge favor to Mahoney. Yeah. And I feel like he's going to call in this favor many times down the road. I don't, I don't know if that's his character. Daredevil's not really big of trying to call in favors or anything. He wants to do everything by himself. I take that back. Lawyer Murdoch and Nelson call Mahoney often. That that could happen. I could see that happen a lot easier. So I don't know if Mahoney will ever find out that Murdoch is Daredevil. No, but, I just don't see that. I don't see that. Like I said, I'm not big on the superheroes revealing who they are to people. Right. And so I don't see where that helps Daredevil out in any sh- shape, way, or form. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I like the Mahoney character, though. Mm-hmm. I hope to see him stick yeah, around. I want to see him stick around for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move into episode five. We get... Um, well... Well, no, no. Well, four ends on a high note. It does end because... what Did it bother you that it took him so long to realize that Electro was there? Slightly. Um, I realized they were kind of trying to make it look like he was kind of like, what, like drunk off the Karen stuff, was it? Yeah. Um, but that Which really, I guess we didn't get in too much. Okay, well, I mean, 4, 4, 5, and 6, I did have it written down that they were really trying to push the Matt and Karen relationship. Yes. And how, how do you feel about that? I like them together, but I wish they wouldn't have brought up the whole... Matt has a drinking problem thing early in the season <laughs> because she's just not asking about it and they just keep going to bars and drinking. I don't I don't believe that she thinks he has a drinking problem. Do you? Well, a couple episodes ago, she came in and said, dog of the hair that bit you. I think that was more joking than anything. <sighs> Man, they didn't... They Just the way that it never really gets acknowledged that he has a drinking problem. But how else are they showing where Matt's getting these bruises and not showing up to work and neglecting his cases and i think i mean they're showing her to be really investigative and everything and i don't think she wants to dig into it i don't think she wants to know and so maybe that's why i don't think that she views him as an alcoholic it's just because it's puppy love and maybe she's just all about seeing the good side of matt i don't know i think she's pretty pushy and i i think it is possible in her character to dig a little deeper than she easily may want, and that's why know? i don't think that she views him as an alcoholic if she would just dig into that real quick right it's I too easy so. of a thing to see i ship him 
no problem. You know, I think it's okay if they get together. But uh, see, I'm not. I'm not all for it just because Electra's here. I'm in love with Electra. Like <laughs> I, I want all the screen time for her as humanly possible. I guess my main thing is is why would Murdoch get with somebody so close to him? It's like if you don't want them to know that you're Daredevil, this is a poor decision for a girlfriend. That's true. Because you know, I mean, he won't even go drinking with Foggy because he's worried about the repercussions. And well, it's just your nights are going to be taken up and she's going to wonder why she may not be pushing now, but when it starts taking her time, month or two in the relationship or she wants to stay the night. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you come back to bed? Why are you all beaten up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So man, I don't know that poor decision, poor decision on his part, I guess you'd say, um, it's those blue eyes. They get everybody, but episode four does end with Electra's appearance on the couch. Yeah, and he just pulls a knife out of nowhere. I guess it was maybe sitting on the counter or something. That yeah, it was something see. like that, or a drawer right there. I can't remember exactly how he did it. But um, but episode five is the complete Electra flashback. flashback. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very reminiscent of the Nobu episode last season. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's How do you like it? How do you like her story? I really like her story. I think they're doing a great job. Now, obviously, I've seen the rest of the series, so I know how her whole story is playing out. But I love that they did this flashback episode but kept the story going. And yeah. so we got two big flashbacks with – oh, I saw is two big flashbacks. is the gym mm-hmm. and the uh, – The mansion. The mansion at the yeah. end. Yeah, Um I need to get further into the story, obviously. Because yeah, I'm having, I'm really struggling talking about these episode, this episode particular, because a late, once we find out a big thing, it makes a whole lot more sense on Kimbuka. Yeah, I think so because right now I'm struggling with with rich bored girl. I know she's not just bored. There's yeah. more to this. That that scene was like where they're sitting there uh, playing off of each other, trying to guess each other's... Uh, no, I, I know, but they still haven't shown her reasoning other than being bored and wanting to do something adventurous for why she's like fighting crime. Not necessarily fighting crime. Or like, digging into the Yakuza. I don't even think it was even that because like it, when it goes back to the mansion, like you see the look on her face when... Matt is beating the crap out of the guy who killed his dad. Oh, she digs it. Like, I mean, she was getting a little hot and bothered by it. <laughs> yeah, just a little into it. <laughs> and uh, anytime there's violence, like at the beginning of episode six, you know, she's sitting there smiling, having a good time. Like, I'm hungry. You know, yeah. like, it's like she's going out for a stroll. And yeah. so I'm loving that. Ass. She brings a lot of comedic relief. Into yeah. Something that we didn't have. I'm a, I'm a fan of her character so far. I am. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that pivotal moment in her backstory that makes yeah. her this way. I mean, her story is going to all unravel, and you're going to be like, man, this all makes a whole lot more sense now. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, this episode, like, I, it's not anything spectacular to me. I thought the fighting was well done. I thought this was some of the best fighting they had on the show so far. Fighting's good. Um, I mean, this show is excellent with the choreography most of the time. I've seen a few shadow punches. Yes. And I wouldn't have seen him, I don't think, if you wouldn't have harped Point. on her a little bit. Because now, now I'm paying attention to it. I mean, it was just really bothering me because the first season, I didn't really see any. Yeah. And then now it's just a little too choreographed. Yeah. But I just, it was not this episode. I think it was episode six. It, it was when the Yakuza come running into her apartment. There, I saw of- one really bad punch. And well, I was like, eesh. And not even just that punch, but there was one where she was fighting, I think, the girl. And she did a leg sweep underneath him for no reason. Like, yeah. the person was already air- airborne, and they just leg sweeping. I was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that needed? Yeah. But but we find out this is basically his college girlfriend for a little bit. She's ultra, like, uh, spontaneous. The best, worst thing for him. Yeah, but she also seems to be like one of the only people that understands him, and he kind of understands her in a way. They're the only people that let each other's guards down, which was very interesting. True. Like you say, the gym scene, she basically prods it out of him mm-hmm. by fighting with him, and he realize, he has to fight back. Well, she threw a punch or something, and he dodged it immediately, and she's like, I knew it. 
Yeah. And it was just like, well, what, what gave you those instincts that, you know, you thought he was a little something, something? Well, because he was using his echolocation around her. Uh, you got to think if they're together. That, that's a big leap to go from, you know, use the echolocation, know with things, whatever, throwing though, a punch at a blind guy. You throw a jar of pickles at somebody <laughs> and they just snatch it, you know what I mean? Or whatever, you know what I mean? That You just. That's true. If it's a blind person and they're able to do things that you don't think a blind person Please don't do. test this out on your neighborhood blind person. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. Yes, don't. This would be horrible. Um, but yeah, I... So you didn't have a problem with her just going out Not necessarily, limb? because I'm sure that he was using his, his yeah. echo around her. So I mean, There's a lot of unseen things that we weren't yeah, seeing. Yeah, we so. only get the major moments. Mm-hmm. So, cool though. Cool fight. He actually hits her a few times, which was pretty wild. Uh, still tough to see a girl get it didn't beat really up a little me bit. That much. I mean, she was she only was like, because she me, can fight take back, herself. And yeah. and then of course she took her shirt off. That didn't hurt. Yeah, uh, that that really advanced it for me. <laughs> which is the most, the farthest they've gone as nudity it goes mm-hmm. in the in this show. It just get a bunch of side boob, but still, it didn't, didn't hurt it. I didn't hurt. Didn't help. I didn't need more. Just whatever. Anything. And. uh and then, like you say, we get the really big mansion scene. Now, she's very manipulative. She is. Well, before we completely dive into that, we have the, uh, was it this episode where the ADA comes and talks to Foggy and Karen? Yes. This, because, what did it, what was he asking for? Um, he was asking for all their files on uh, Grotto and stuff. Right. And it's very interesting that Foggy is winning all of these tit for tats handedly like every battle foggy's taken to to the bank but i also feel like foggy was telling the truth like he said yes sooner we're done with this punisher the better yeah he wants nothing he to do wants it, it gone but he won't break the law to do it he's too afraid to lose everything that he's worked so hard for i guess exactly you know and, well he says i work really hard for this well i i don't think like he would have as big of a problem with it if the uh ad wasn't all looking for bullets. Oh yeah, up. looking for ammo to and uh, so I think to drag him under the. He would give it to her, and then she would immediately use that against to him. End it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, absolutely. He has to have his guard up around them, especially. Um, and it's paying dividends for him because this is the best. This is the toughies he's looked. Yeah, and yeah. he just continues building on it. I'm really loving this foggy. Yeah, I still feel like. As far as characters go this season, mm-hmm. they are really being overshadowed by the bigger bigger names. Well, yeah, but because, I mean, how much Foggy do we want to see? I mean, that's taken away from the Punisher, Electra, Daredevil. I know, but season one Foggy, I love. I love season one Foggy. I did too, but, I mean, there was a lot more lawyering to be done. Yeah. You know, this season, there's not as much lawyering to go around. I agree. I feel. But... Either way, this is a good, strong scene for Foggy. I, I um, thought it really helped, and then it also advanced Karen to start looking into the Punisher. Right, right. And that's when she went to the... Castle's house. Cat, well, she went to... Did she go to Castle's house first? Yeah. And then that's when she went to the Bullet to start doing some investigative work to figure out about all that. True, true. And you know, she set off a silent alarm... Did she? ...at the Castle's house. Remember the van that pulls up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had some black suited thugs in there. Um, so I was a little surprised that she got out, and they didn't bring that up ever again. Um, but yeah, I mean, she saw him coming. She could get out of the back door. No big deal. Uh, and she stole a few things. She saw that he was a family man, yeah. a decorated Marine, not just some Joe Schmo, but I mean, he had the next highest honor to Medal of Honor. Just below the Medal of Honor. And so... And What's she, that like? Hand- uh, Silver Cross or something like that. I'm not military. I don't know either. But and so he was something's not smelling right to her. Absolutely, because he's not on the photos. He's not a maniac. No, he's a family man. So he's a marine. You know, a soldier. Yeah, it just doesn't add up. No, it couldn't be harped enough. And then she went talked to the guy, and he's like, "Well, marines the first thing we look at too is the shooting. Checked military." We saw he was in there. No proof they really did anything. Right. And then she's like, well, I have all this evidence that I can't really show you. 
and he wants more gives her the position and then that pretty much wraps up yeah is this where she she's in the newspaper yeah going through all the papers and stuff through all the papers and stuff but this is where we find out that the wife and the two children were slid into a whole nother murder yes remember that's like just a random killing they called it gang on gang violence so exactly no one was really looking at that like if it's a marine has died along with his family and two kids that's front page mm-hmm. everyone knows about it you put it in three people die in a massive gang fight you know you can put that on seventh page and everyone's just Absolutely. like uh, just another know. just another violent thing we don't want to hear about or exactly. read about yeah exactly but and so that's when she discovers it's well I, I tried to throw this off but apparently this was a lot more important than i wanted to make it yeah and uh it's where she starts smelling a cover-up and stuff and seeing that maybe the da's hiding something or trying to do something well they know the da is dirty where she throws people under the bus constantly to progress her career yes and, and well we have found out that she's running for mayor and she's running for mayor and she's using the punisher as her her podium Champ, basically yeah, podium yeah. yeah she wants to stand on this as her big uh campaign slogan is the Punisher and then other vigilantes. And then they've also name dropped Jessica Jones as someone Correct. that are potentially going after. Yeah, which is... I love hearing that stuff. Mm-hmm. These are the kind of small tidbits I like hearing. Just um, interweaving all these different shows, knowing that something big is in the works. Absolutely. Absolutely. I enjoy it. Because they're just doing such a good job on these shows. I'll, I look forward to these intertwining and stuff like that. Because I definitely want to see them crossing over, and I want to see the Defender series and all that. But that, all that's saved for... All that, yeah, later on. Um, but what was I talking about? We get the uh, well, then mansion flashback. The mansion flashback. All right. So she tells him lies and stuff, says this is a family friend, mm-hmm. no Anything big deal. Anything she can to get him there. Um, gets in there. They start... Throwing glasses around, shattering them on the on the floor. A lot of comedy throughout this whole thing. You know, yeah. she offers them the keys to drive. Yeah, talking about the kids, and instead of like saying no, I want kids, she's like, you know, we can have them do the chores, set the laundry, do this. Yeah. And he's like, well, what are we gonna do with all this free time? Sex. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then, right, why'd you turn her down? Um, Seems like but- a great use of my free time. And then, then he hears, like as you said, they're breaking all the glasses and stuff. And here's a car pull up and a door shut. Well, yeah, he does yeah. hear him come in the door. You're right. And then Electra was like, "Oh, let me just smooth this over. It won't be a big deal. Nothing like that." And then you hear a guy get his ass kicked. Yeah, you know, we walk in and her heel is on his throat. He's yeah. Like, oh, this is the guy that murdered your dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I can't remember his name to save my life, but it's uh, Roscoe something. I think. There you go, Roscoe. You're right. Um. The guy, I'm all tied up, and he was tied up in a vicious way. Like, I mean, it was like he was half noose and then like body wrapped to the chair. Yeah, it was pretty serious. Uh, she'd done this before. Yeah. Uh, maybe Murdoch has had this treatment done before. Maybe he knew it all too well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's basically goading him in. He set, She set this whole thing up. Well, we're seeing a little bit of a dark side to her. Exactly. And she is full-on vengeance yes and trying to tap into his dark side as much as possible right she wants to see how far he'll go and i think she wants to push him over that brink so he'll be more like her i don't know if she necessarily sees it as pushing him though i think that she believes that's just in him yeah definitely and doesn't see anything wrong with it but pretty cool to see him just beating the fire out of this dude well like the first punch i was like is is that really the best you've got yeah and like no, we know we Roscoe, do and then all of a sudden he starts opening up on him and i'm like yeah yeah um tough ass dude to take these licks and not be unconscious first off um and then talk shit the whole time about Beautiful. how he's gonna kill him um how he ever thinks he's gonna get out i have no idea and then she's all like slit his throat be done with this <laughs> here's the like, knife sheesh this just went nuclear I'm waiting on dinner. Like, let's go. Rap, rap, chop, chop. And at first, it, I think he felt like she was joking. Like, he was just like, no. no, I, no I don't need that. I don't do that. You know, that's not me. Um, but she kept pushing it and pushing it. And she and kind of like, you see like blood come out of her face when she realizes he's not going to do it. Yeah, she looks like in total shock. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a pretty cool scene, actually. Um I think it, it's weirder for some reason to see Charlie Cox young 
younger looking. Oh, like that opening scene for Forward and it's 10 years ago. Yeah. And like he's got that mop of hair and stuff. I was just yeah. like, oh. I'm not oh, a fan no, at all. That was bad. <laughs> that was really bad. But, uh, you know, whatever. I'll put up with it because, you know, you only have so many options yeah. to make people look younger than they were. Um, but cool scene. Um, it, it was a very good look into Electra. You know, I, I think we saw something inside of her. I, absolutely. And I think you're right. I think that final moment with her, the blood drains out of her face, mm-hmm. tells a lot. And her saying, slit his throat and stuff. You know, she's, <laughs> she's 100% down. For the death. Yeah. And he's 80% down. Well. So he's down to beat downs, but not yeah. killing. Even though, as we've talked about, there's a few henchmen dying at the hands of Daredevil throughout the series. <sighs> yeah. He likes to play like he's. Has it murdered the sweetest thing? Yeah. His kill count is zero, but uh, there's we know the some truth. broken necks out there. Uh, even the guy he dropped the fire extinguisher on, I know he lived and he questioned him. No way, no, that's pure death. <laughs> I mean, six floors hitting your head, you're dead, you're done. Um, but then, so yeah, I don't want to hear he's all high and mighty, but no death count. <laughs> no. Some of these guys have broke necks, I don't want to hear about it. In ruined lives. Yeah, at least they're in uh, traction. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're vegetables at this point. And, but, uh, and then we continue to the end of the episode where he actually goes, sees her. And like he's talking to her about, yo, you didn't really need me. All you've been doing is lying to me. And she's like, no, I really just missed you. And you didn't think that you would, you didn't believe it. Okay, so she asked him to be, be his, lawyer. his lawyer and filled up their bank account. Mm-hmm. Uh, which scared him. He runs and gets on top of a building to listen in to her meeting with these Raxon? Roxon. Roxon group. R-O-X-X-O-N. Right. Which is a very important group. Right. So she knows they're up to shady stuff, but she goes in and hacks into their system. With a pin or something. I, I didn't understand how that worked. It was a was her cell phone or a pin? I thought it was a pin. I thought it was just like one of those she like twisted. It was a pin. I think you're right. It was a pin. She yeah, because she twists it, lays it down, and then all their phones go off. And uh, so yeah, um, I really didn't like that meeting because they saw that she was a girl, and they just immediately dismissed her. And it's like, oh, let's see if he can break it down into your terms. I was like, really? Are we still doing this in 2016? Yeah, yeah, misogynist garbage. Yeah. Um, But I mean, besides that, you know, well done on her part. My biggest thing was, how did she know that he was there? I thought they were going to give a knowing look. Yeah. Because she did look out the window once, and he's just clearly standing there on top of the building. But I mean, we say that, but it looks like it's a couple hundred feet away. Yeah, it'd be pretty tough still. <laughs> but, I mean, he's got to be close enough to hear them talking through plate glass. Well, That's, vibrations go th- all throughout, apparently. So. Yeah. So, but either way. We found some crucial information. They start talking about it in her apartment at the end of episode five. And she wants him to join her. And he's like, you don't know who I am. You don't know anything about me. She's like, are you really going to make me goad you? And just rips open this duffel bag, and there's his suit. Yeah. Um, I mean, any big she thoughts on She is that? a sneaky bastard. Yeah. Uh, um, and obviously, breaking and entering is still one of her favorite pastimes. Uh, I'm just shocked that she didn't leave a note or anything when she did it, because apparently yeah. the only way she could break in was through windows. Yeah. So, cool ending scene, though. You know, they didn't have to beat around the bush long with her character. She's obviously very intelligent and very sneaky. Manipulative um, through sex. Yeah. And for through everything. Now manipulating through his secret. Mm-hmm. You know, so But I don't think she's manipulating him as Daredevil. I think she's manipulating him as someone who is seeking that thrill and just loves fighting. She wants him. Yes. No doubt. But she's she, so in she love wants with him. him, him, not necessarily Daredevil. But he, she knows she can't have one or the other. Yeah, She'd and she both. doesn't mind having Daredevil. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because he's doing what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, this episode ends with her putting her mask up, you know. Yes, knowing uh, that the... Uh, knowing the Yakuza are on their way. So, pretty cool way to end. Get you excited for that next episode. And I, I don't know if the, anybody was, ended episode five and then just stopped. I think everyone at least jumped straight into episode six for a little bit. You had to, because otherwise it was just silly. Yeah. I mean, the anticipation was there. I will say this show is better binged. Yes. Um, than it is taking it episodes at a time. If you take breaks between each episode, it's not as good a show as it is binged. No, this isn't necessarily a water cooler show. 
No, no. It's well, it is after you give somebody a couple days to finish it. Yeah. Um, it's like you got to be timid the first few weeks and know where everybody's at, but then after that, because you're jumping around so much, you know, it's not like Game of Thrones or Boardwalk Empire or anything where like you need that week of what just happened. Yeah. This is I need to know as much as humanly possible. And episode six, our last episode, is the main reason why. Yes. This was slow. And slow moving simple it was a know? lot of just matt and electra talking as matt and electra and yeah like the little diner scene i didn't there was some information in there but i didn't really need it yeah they're kind of spoon feeding a few things mm-hmm. that you know aren't necessary they, they um, set boundaries again but also like her boundary no sex his was i don't want people killed so you know it was just like that comedy and that i was like okay that was needed yeah, I don't mind the comedy elements because this is a darker show. Very I don't dark. mind it, um, but just some of the stuff, I'm just like, oh, come on, let's move, let's move. You know, you and started the, strong. It's it was only four episodes, and the Punisher was arrested. You know what I mean? Like, there's a big reason for it, though. I know, but that's it, fast. Yes, you know when he is a big part of the selling point of this season in all the trailers and everything like that. For him to be arrested and basically incapacitated in four episodes and sidelined. But I think part of that is also he needs to recover from these wounds. Like I mean, the guy has a hole through his foot. I agree. He's tired, too. Like, he's wore out. So, he needs a break. And if anything, this break is just bad news for whoever faces his wrath later. And I mean, and we see it because he's in the hospital all bandaged up. His eye, like, he's beaten to a pole. Yeah. And Which I would have been pissed if he looked nice. Yes. Because he took some serious beat down in that chair. And it, it showed. Yeah. But, um, I mean, before we get to that, we were talking about like the scene. So let's just go ahead and wrap up the lecture thing. Then we'll jump back over to the Yakuza punch. fight. Yes. Um, we kind of already hit on that a little bit. We, I'm not mistaken. They use an Uzi to get into the door. the door apart. But then guns just go away. It's like, yeah. why, need, why use guns? We can fight now. It, well, then you have the one guy sitting on the counter with like his. Uh, uh, he had switchblades or something, right? Yeah, I, I didn't get it. And but the funny thing was, she held her own a lot better than Daredevil did. She was yeah. flying around. She didn't take many licks, and I, but Daredevil was fighting two at a time. Yeah, and she was always fighting one on one. She was one on one, but she did save his ass at the end there. With a flying knee or something Loved like it. that. Oh, like she came charging out of nowhere and <laughs> threw a flying knee that makes MMA proud. So I like seeing her fight. Yes. I like watching them fight together. This is this was a fun scene. They work um, very well together. And cool kudos for making some of the Yakuza female. Yes. That came in. Well the the leader that came in was uh female. Yeah, just a short haired badass chick. Should have kept the Uzi, but you know. Yes, absolutely. Um, baby steps, baby steps. You know, whatever. I like that they don't, like you say, they don't just like trope it up to death. Yeah. Um, and then we get, what? she finds out more information that there's a party and that this engineer has a card. My biggest problem with this whole party was why didn't they just take the engineer's card from him at the beginning of the party? Why, why leave it in his hands? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I didn't understand that at all. This is the type of stuff right here that's kind of just like, meh. Yeah. I would rather just hear it later on that, yeah, I got the card from what's-his-face. Yeah, I stole this information. Yeah. Like, I mean, we could have cut out that entire plot point. I think it was just a way of putting him in a suit and her in a dress, you know? Yeah, and even like the ending of it, like how they got out is they were having sex on the 13th floor. The guards were okay with them somehow being on the 13th floor yeah i don't know i'd be <laughs> silly silly stuff yeah um unnecessary so i mean i i'm pretty much good with the rest of the electra from four through six you yeah i mean like i said this episode yeah i ain't mean, gonna talk much about it because it's kind of just I, mean, I thought the main point was uh the three of them going to become the well we have well, we the, get the public defender shows That they up. assigned to him. Right. And, and he's it, garbage. He's R- done one case. Reyes has completely fabricated Karen's document. Uh, yeah, she's or just... Testament, that's what it was. Yeah, changing all her testimony. Mm-hmm. And so she's not down with that. She won't sign the papers. And they, they want... 
They decide to go to the hospital and become his lawyer. Try to see. Foggy obviously fights against it. He wants Punisher behind him. Absolutely. Gets outvoted. Because he doesn't he sees that they're kind of dating, but doesn't know that they're dating yet. And so then they get to Well don't they have a kissing scene and he's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Is at this, the end. Like that, that's for real? when uh he's going down. Okay. So it hasn't happened yet. And uh they get to the station, you know, talk we find detective. Yeah, uh, this is Mahoney. where we get Detective Mahoney. And uh Well they're, they're guarding making, every floor of the hospital yes. basically. So you can't even get to his so you, you can know, get to his Frank's. hospital room. I, I like to call him Frank at this point. Because yeah, he, yeah, castle. Or, uh, <laughs> but anyway, they make their way through the guards, and, they, and then DA is there too. Yeah, but they don't know that yet, and they plead their case to Frank. You know, right. they cross the tape and everything. They show she shows them the picture. Uh, Matt makes a great case, and then DA comes in with fire coming out of her eyes. Yeah. Yeah, this chick's pretty cool. I like her kind of as an actress. She's she's doing a great job acting wise. It's just her character already has so many holes in trying to climb too fast. Yeah, she's definitely a climber, and she just doesn't seem like that good of a lawyer. Because Not yet. Matt and Foggy, because Matt takes his chance with her. You know, they're sitting there arguing. She's like, "You seem smarter." You know, I'm going to give you this chance to just go ahead back out, and he's like, "Well." You're going to try to file this, but really, you're going to have to acknowledge the fact that you did these two things wrong and you put our person into harm's way and potentially got him murdered. Right. So while you're filing that, don't forget to mention that. And she's just like... Yeah, she won't throw herself uh, under the bus. So she's got to go different tactics. Yeah. And so like we're just... How did she become DA is what I'm wondering at this point. She's a monster. You've seen she's... We already know in her past she's thrown other people under the bus to get to where she is. I mean, she has, but how has no one else come up to it? Because, I mean, they are just lowering the crap out of her right now. I think she just uses the system and all the loopholes to her advantage. I mean, maybe we see later on, you know, in the court cases or something. I don't know. She's obviously strong, strong manipulator. Yes. um, And uses... Fear. The law against other lawyers, you know, so... I'm I'm enjoying her character so far. No, she plays a good monster. She does play a very good monster. So she fears nothing. But Castle agrees to use them as his lawyers. Yep. Um, which has to get Reyes' ass out of the room. And Foggy craps his pants. Yeah, he he, he uh, was not happy about winning this client. Yeah, I think you'd have been just fine with this <laughs> uh, uh, in his in his rearview mirror. Um, but in a way, I really look forward to this. I did. Because I want to see some of the courtroom stuff. The I'm very excited to see the courtroom and how that unfolds. Right, because that's one thing I don't think we get enough of in this show. It's like we're lawyers, but we barely see them in the courtroom. I'm going to be honest. I, I watched pretty much every lawyer show on TV, and I love courtrooms. I do, too. <laughs> I'm a big... I see. Weird thing, though. I don't really watch the TV courtroom stuff. I watch a little I, Law & Order. Good Wife. I love, back in love the day. me some Good Wife. But I love like a time to kill, mm-hmm. rainmaker, uh, anything Lincoln Grisham, lawyer. Lincoln lawyer, uh, all that stuff. The judge, yep. which is not a, just a fantastic movie, but good Court, courtroom yeah. stuff. Um, I'm just a big fan of the courtroom, and so hopefully we, you know that that plays a big part in the upcoming episodes. Yeah, and I think it requires really good writing. So I want to see them see how they portray succeed. Frank because you have to paint Frank as a good guy. Well, you at least have to paint him as sympathetic. Okay, that's what you it know, is. Yeah. If you want to get a jury to understand, you know, if you want to see a jury that has families, mm-hmm. make them understand what would you do? You know, and you're I gonna think, have to add the sympathy. And we got to see Foggy do this. I mean, we didn't get to see it, but you know, he comes back to Frank after he let Karen talk to Frank alone, which I thought was really weird because she's not a lawyer, so nothing that they say is protected. Right. And how can you leave a civilian unprotected with him he didn't want to leave i know he didn't want to but i mean a police officer somebody would have to step in since she's just a civilian i would think i don't know i don't know because if she's tied to the law office if that's the case but she's not not a lawyer or anything so i mean she there is no protection there to my knowledge if they consider her the investigator though maybe she's not protected yeah i agree i agree anyone who's lawyer plus it's frank castle in there alone with her you know. Exactly. So, I mean, any any lawyer or anybody who knows a little bit more about the law, please get back to us on that part. Yeah, absolutely. But we see uh, Foggy come back in, and we know that the DA wanted three death sentences and the death and the death penalty. Right. And he comes back with 
one death penalty, parole in 25 years, and just champions it. And tells them that the death penalty is off the books because they right. couldn't tie enough evidence to him. Correct. And he was just like, okay, I, I can accept this. Done. You yeah. Know, it was like, he goes, I, oh, you know, I can't. I'm putting you in gin pop. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Give me all the gin pop you can get. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, bad luck. Yeah. For some people, I'm sure. Um, man, honestly, there's not much to talk about in this episode. No, I mean, I feel like that's pretty much the rest of the i'm trying to remember how the episode ended per se i seem to remember more care and stuff um with with matt yeah um because they went to an indian restaurant that was in episode five they kissed in the, the rain yeah uh which is always a big deal because the rain lets daredevil see a little bit better and stuff like he gets the outlines because the sounds hitting the solid objects yeah the, the movie did that really well and that was the best thing that the movie did for it i know i know yikes but that scene was really well and like it that's what I went back to when I saw them kiss in the rain. Yeah, I kind of miss them showing Daredevil's sight. Because, remember, he was like, what do you mm-hmm. see? See, like, everything's on fire. It's like the world's on fire. I'd like to see that every once in a while. I or, think it's cool. Especially since they're doing so well with the hearing and the echo and things bouncing around. Like, they could show that yeah. sight a little bit. Yeah, I feel like last year they played a lot with the smelling. Mm-hmm. But this year they're playing a whole lot with the hearing. And it, it, it continues. The hearing is the biggest thing with yeah, this one. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, because I liked it when they played with the concussion standpoint and he lost his hearing and stuff. I thought that was really well done. Uh, I I geeked out a little bit. Of, yeah, the concussion that stuff's really cool. That stuff's really cool. So and because like no many not many shows are playing with that, and that's a big thing. I agreed, agreed. But um, but man, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Um, like I said, not the strongest three episodes. Number four was definitely Fantastic. the best. Uh, like seeing Letra. I look forward to seeing her more. Um, we need more Punisher. Definitely and looking forward. Hopefully the uh, courtroom stuff gets going. I want some courtroom. Look forward to the Punisher being well-rested mm-hmm. and ready to go. Although a foot drilling, it's going to take a while for that to heal. And potentially some more characters. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing an influx. I don't know who would I, do that. Absolutely not. I, like I said, I wouldn't mind seeing Jessica Jones have a little cameo. Or, um, God, what's his name from Jones? Mm-hmm. The bartender. Oh, um, uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Love yeah. to see somebody like that. Maybe a little night nurse. You know, I'm all about me some Rosario Dawson. Yeah, um, I'm big with her. So, yeah. I mean, that would be three love interests, you know, well, bundled the, up in this. <laughs> are, are we heroes aren't known for you know uh, monogamous yeah uh, relationships, but uh, yeah. Anywho, um, you know, guys, hit us up with any face uh, Facebook or Twitter or email messages to let us know what you're thinking and. Uh, We'd love to hit you up next time. Bleed TV podcast at gmail.com or just Bleed TV podcast, Twitter and Facebook for the page. Absolutely. And, um, but until next time, guys, y'all take it easy. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. Later. Later.